Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Please be advised that Six Degrees of Reality TV contains explicit language. Hi, and welcome to Six Degrees of Reality TV. My name is Amy. And I'm Leslie. And we've been watching reality TV for like, oh, I don't know, like 30 years between the two of us. Would that make us experts in trash? We are experts in trash, but we still get stuff wrong. I mean, 30 years and we still can't figure this out. Yeah, we know nothing. So I think together we can learn what it's like to fall in love on reality TV. Here's hoping. Hi guys, welcome to Six Degrees of Reality TV. My name is Amy and I'm your co-host. And I'm Leslie. Hi, Amy. Hi, Leslie. How are you today? I'm good. Excited to talk about this Shih Tzu. See, I'm trying not to curse. That's a dog breed. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. I need to talk about Love is Blind real quick. Oh my God. So I am all caught up up until okay, guys, the last episode. I'll put a time check or in the show notes, like a, a check mark. What the frick do you call it? Uh, Timestamp. Time <laughs> so if you want to skip this part, but I need to know if Matt triggers you as much as he triggers me. Oh my God. There was something about the his reaction after the whole thing about like, what was his name? Colin or something talking about like Cole. Cole. I knew it was because mm-hmm. she's Colleen, Cole and Colleen yep. Yep. and all of that. And he just like lost his mind and she's like explaining i was in an awkward situation i was just kind of being nice and he until he heard it from him from another man he did not believe her yep 100 percent. and what did you think of what do you think of nancy and bartiz nancy is so forgettable it's not even funny oh see i love her i love her I just feel like when I saw her leading up to get to out of the car for their wedding, we haven't seen the wedding yet, um, right. the actual, you know, decision or everything. Mm-hmm. I was like, who is she? Which one is this one? Until they put the couple's name. I was like, oh, yeah, her. I just she I is the feminist hero we all need. She's like, I'm going to have a discussion about women's reproductive rights on television <laughs> and I'm going to call yeah. out Bartiz. That was insane. It was kind of insane. And the fact that like his family is meeting her and he's like, oh, so this would be like you having a significant other and first time you're meeting their family. They're like, so, so Leslie, you know, she doesn't care about gun control. She thinks kids being shot in school is okay. <laughs> like, and they'll the be like, wait, what? And I was like, well, if they wear like a backpack that has like a shield, it's cool. <laughs> they'll be like, what the hell? 
Like, I can't even imagine what my marriage today would look like if Timmy had shared all of my political beliefs with his parents the day we met. Yeah, that would have probably not gone well. <laughs> uh, um, I do like Alexa and Brennan. Mm-hmm. I like them a lot. Um, I think they're going to be okay. Uh, Colleen and Cole, I could... No, no, no. It's Colleen and Matt. Matt, she yes. Needs, she needs to fucking run. She needs to yes. run. And I love... What's her name? Zenib. Yeah, Cole's she's so fiance. gorgeous. She is gorgeous. She is gorgeous. easily the most beautiful woman on the show. Mm-hmm. And to see her, like, all beaten down and not having any self-esteem, I'm like, oh, my God, girl, what would you say if you saw me? Like, you holy shit. <laughs> Shut up. You're fine. <laughs> We're all beautiful creatures, unless you're, like, an a-hole on the inside. Um, no, but she is so beautiful. And I don't, I'm not convinced that he's really that into her. What do you think? Well, first of all, the minute I saw flies in his toilet, I would have been done. Over. <laughs> done. <laughs> Right? Come on. Yeah. It's yeah, one thing to be first. a quote-unquote bachelor. It's another mm-hmm. thing to have bugs in your toilet. Yeah, nope. like how does that happen? Nope. Yeah, I don't want to know. I nope. don't want to know. Nope. No. I don't want to know. I never knew. I'll never find out. I mean, I could keep a toilet cleaner when I was 18 <laughs> than this guy. Um, And I, I think that's all the couples. Oh, we saw... SK. Raven and SK. And, and I love SK. I was actually shocked that he turned her down. Maybe it was the, you better pay for my life, even though you're in grad school. That did it. That, I think it also was the fact that her family wasn't there. That's a big deal for his culture. And also, I felt that they were doomed when they kept trying to, like, force her into being submissive. And you got to be a Nigerian wife. And she was like, well, I'm an American. So this felt very family Chantel. (laughs) Like, well, I'm an American. Wait a minute. Are they harvesting the American dollar? Exactly. (laughs) So, yeah, it was very, like, I don't think this is going to work unless she, because she seems like she has a strong personality. She's very independent. Yeah, she yeah, knows yeah. what she wants, and she was like, that's not my bag. So that's why I found it weird that she would choose him to begin with. And I understand pe- wanting to be close to your culture and wanting to sure. keep that alive, especially when you're no longer, especially if you were born there or you're like a first generation. You want to keep your sure. culture alive. If you have children, you want to you know, impart that. But you can't force someone to do everything like your culture unless it's a situation where they're like, yes, I'm going to convert or I'm going to take on all these rituals and traditions. Like Brennan is doing it with Alexa. Mm -hmm. Oh, can we talk about Alexa's dad? He is he a mobster? He's hot. Yeah, but he was kind of he was intimidating and I was like, I kind of dig it. I know he be- like he could star in the new Taken movie, right? Or he could be like, you know, like meet the parents or something. Like he had that vibe. <laughs> like I have nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? You know, he was, like he was hot. He was <laughs> hot. All right. So speaking of not hot, if I never see Justin on my screen again, it'll be too soon. <laughs> I don't even know if I could watch part two of this reunion. I just can't. I can't with him. I just want I to put that out there before so we start. Disappointed that we're talking about maths in case you were mm-hmm. just like, what mm-hmm. just happened? Um, I am so disappointed in him. 
I'm disgusted by his yeah. behavior. I really am. Yeah. Yeah, me too. The thing of I'll, I'll save it. I'll save it. Let's get let's do decision day first. Okay, so mm-hmm. we are covering today Married at First Sight season 15 decision day and part one of the reunion and i have Mm -hmm. to call pastor cal out about something okay in the beginning he's like this is the day that will alter the course of their lives forever really no really because we will see later on no (laughs) do mitch and Kristen look like their lives are altered forever no i just wrote i wrote come on dude do better Okay, so I wanted to talk, if it's okay with you, about, we'll just go in the order that they were done. Yeah. So we'll cover Stasha and Nate first. So yeah. you go ahead and give me your overall notes and I'll chime in with my thoughts. So, of course, I was a little confused by the, well, I live in an airport now. Hold on. <laughs> an airplane is like flying by. I don't know if you heard it. Okay, That's all right. I'll edit it out. I'll just so put was, down first 10 minutes of the show. Just edit it. Yeah. <laughs> so we we start things off in a garden. And I was wondering, like, was this a post-COVID decision? Because usually they're, like, in a studio inside. I but know. it was a beautiful setting, though. It I really think was. it was that winery, which I'm now calling, like, the breakup winery. Because everybody was having issues at this winery. Yeah, they were. Mm-hmm. But it was a really nice setting. And I really like that... Um, you know, Nate shows up with flowers and I was like, mm-hmm. this is a good sign. But then when they sit down and start talking, I'm like, they're rehashing a lot of stuff. This is not looking good. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of these segments for Decision Day, we get a lot of the flashbacks and a lot of the, all the happy times when I first saw him walk down the aisle. And I'm like, skip it along, move it along. We want to know, know what, what I it have is. I have a theory. I have a theory. Right. I, I bet you, you could just watch Decision Day. <laughs> yeah and get, get all the information <laughs> yes. yeah yep so when they finally sit down with pastor cal and dr pepper you know i also realized another thing this just popped into my head the other experts are we gonna get an explanation of who they were why no, they, they were right. there they, they disappeared right. yeah they're gone I, I, no shallow explanation graves, shallow graves at uh chad daybell's <laughs> no that was horrible <laughs> horrible horrible sins of our mother I'm just, I'm just saying when people disappear that's where you want to look okay. yeah so uh, the flashbacks are so annoying but i love that he got her flowers and they sit down and they start talking and you're thinking everything is going to be fine but then stasha starts talking about like thinking that his mommy issues are getting in the way of their relationship and it's complicating everything. And then she's crying at one point and she's like, I'm a 37-year-old established and responsible woman. What would make you think that if we had children, I would just abandon them? You know, and Nate at this point, after, you know, everyone's kind of chiming in, just decides like, okay, he apologizes for lashing out at her because that was the side of him we hadn't seen. Remember when right, yeah. they they got so heated that he like walked away and the thing with the tattoo and that was part yep. of a commitment. So it was a whole thing. Well, and I appreciated that Stasha came came armed with a list. I she really did. appreciated that. Because she was like, you're not going to tell me what you didn't do. This is what happened. That is some type A personality. That is some type A energy and I'm here for it. Yeah. 
And mm-hmm. I love that Dr. Pepper tells them, do not define your marriage, which has been really great in so many ways, mm-hmm. by, you know, this pressure that you're putting on yourself. Yeah, yeah. And Sasha just wants him to talk about his emotions. Will he storm out in the middle of dinner one day if they disagree over the pepper steak? I mean, I don't know what, what they're going to disagree Ooh, over. pepper steak sounds good. I've, I don't think I've ever had that. <laughs> I've been vegetarian I'm hungry. for over 20 years. <laughs> I so, also, I also yeah. want to note here an important factor in this is that Stasha did not sleep. She did not sleep. And you know how crazy, well, I can't speak for everyone. I get crazy when I don't sleep. Yeah. Like, I, I'm very emotional. I'm very rational. So, like, her she held crying it together. and being super emotional could have been a little bit of that. But I considering felt... she didn't sleep, yeah, she held it together. She held it together for not sleeping because I would have been all over the place. Yes. And so they do talk about the positives. And Nate says that when he signed up for Married at First Sight, take a drink every time they mention the show's titled, mm-hmm. he had to fill out 200 questions. And he wanted a feminine, nurturing, ambitious, pretty, and woman which is what he wanted and what is and what he got in stasha but mm-hmm. sometimes he feels insecure and he believes that but he still believes they were meant to get to be together so mm-hmm. he's like mm-hmm. hopeful so we yeah. get this whole back and forth and you're kind of wondering are they gonna say yes are they gonna say no they're like, totally going gonna on? say yes guys i know so nate goes first and he mentions the struggles of the past two weeks because in the first six weeks they were in a dream state and he says they both need to work on things. And he thought about all the goods against the cons and the negatives and the pros far exceed the negatives. So he says yes mm-hmm. and says that she's everything he's ever asked for. And he still wants to fight for this marriage. And I was like, mm-hmm. yay, this is so exciting. And Stasha says that she thought about this long and hard. Again, we find out she didn't sleep at all. And I wrote in my notes, she thought about this long and hard last night. That's what she said. And she didn't sleep one bit. She you kept just, going. You just can't resist it, can you? I can't. I was just at the office experience in DC. I, I can't get over it. So she kept going back and forth on her decision. She kept saying how hard it was. And and right before she says her decision, like her answer, we get a commercial. And I was like, why are you doing this to me? And then we come back and then they like, rewind back to like three minutes and it's like just give me the answer know, why do we have I to know. see this again but guys she says yes she says, she's not gonna good. run they're good they're good they they're kiss good. and pastor mm-hmm. kyle is like girl that was the longest yes mm-hmm. <laughs> and dr pepper's in tears like everyone is super happy they walk away holding hands flowers in hand champagne in hand it was beautiful not beautiful was Justin and Alexa. <laughs> well, not Alexa, not my device. Alexis. <laughs> oh my God, I have Alexa. Oh, from Love is Blind. <laughs> it's so funny because I'm actually in a room today where I don't have one of those devices so I could say her name without, you know, having to call her Lex the whole time. Yeah, oh, we were so... calling her Lex, right? Lex? Yeah. Ah, the main event, the one we all were here to see. Did you think that she was going to say yes? Because I had it pegged that she was going to say no. You know, I have a lot of thoughts on her that I'll save for the reunion. Um, Mm -hmm. She looked gorgeous. She She always does. You know, she always dresses for her body and Mm -hmm. for the right appropriate 
uh, audience. Like she always looks. I don't know. I wish I knew how to dress like it's decently like, like this. She has like a color wheel of color palettes to yes. go with her skin yes. because everything makes her skin look so beautiful. Because yes. that brown skin tone with those colors that she chooses, oh my gosh, she looks like a. This is what we call black girl magic. Like she is just mm-hmm. oh. Mm-hmm. Then he shows up and he's wearing something like he looks like he's like Doug, the cartoon character or something. I, like, I don't know Doug. what the f- he's wearing. <laughs> but um, he always looks like his clothes don't like his clothes are always wearing him. It always ooh, feels like that's a good one. Yeah. Um. So let me think. Did I think? You know, I honestly thought these two could go either way. Hmm. Yeah. I yeah then we'll thought see. they were both going to say yes. That was my prediction initially because mm-hmm. I thought they were just stupid enough to say yes. And yeah. I was right. Yeah. And you so, were right. You said yes as well. So, okay. So then we see Pastor Cow and Dr. Pepper. They're like resetting for this new couple because they're like, all right, this is going to be a, mo- a boxing match. We got to sit down. They're debriefing <laughs> and they're talking about like, these two have had the rockiest relationship we've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Pastor Kyle points out that Justin has been overly emotional and that Alexis needs more of an alpha male. And Dr. Pepper says that she thinks he'll say yes, but she's not sure about what Alexis is going to say. So, okay. Okay, so I want to say something. Yeah. Can I just say something real quick? I want to mm-hmm. call Pastor Kyle out on his continued toxic masculinity. <laughs> with this alpha male nonsense i just yeah. can't with that stuff like i don't know i justin the problem with justin is not that he is emotional yeah it's that he's not emotionally regulated yes like, there are many men like i feel like we see this in nate later we see it in miguel who mm-hmm. express their emotions and are sensitive but they're regulated right yeah like he's not emotionally regulated that's the problem it's not that he has emotions we all got emotions emotions. (laughs) but yeah i'm seeing mariah i'm so excited next month guys i'm so excited um but life i am living my i'm going to craft craft fair to local cider place today and i feel just as excited (laughs) listen for thanksgiving i'm gonna go to vegas to see aerosmith because okay. that's just okay. how I be. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> it's just funny. And this is why he pisses me off at the reunion. Because if people are talking... Let me not even get into it. Because <laughs> okay. I'm going to be okay. pissed. All right. So okay. we get the montage, honeymoon, everything is great. We get the dog mm-hmm. incident, which I did not want to see again. Did not need that again. Uh, and I- I'm just like, okay, whatever. So Justin shows up. He's wearing a blue suit. Again... It's worrying him. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just like, oh my God, let's just get to this. Yep. Okay. So Justin says that he appreciates that she listens to him and does understand him and has been surprised by it. And she says all the time, unfortunately, because it's like she always has this, she said, unfortunately, like kind of under her breath. Because she was kind of like, yeah, I, I listen to you all the time, unfortunately, kind of thing. So I was like, oh, we're getting another helping of compliment sandwich. Yes. She starts yes. with a little compliment, tosses a little jab, and then tries to say something nice to, you know, not come off as a bad guy. She's another one I never need to see on my screen again. So then Pastor Cal brings up their intimacy, because that had been a concern at some point. And he says... 
And I understand that you just, that you consummated the marriage. And Alexis begrudgingly says, we did. And so Pastor Kyle asks how that's been. And Justin with a big smile says, it's been fun. Right. And I was just like, for you, apparently. Mm -hmm. And then Alexis says, I was proud of him for, you know, initiating. But we got him. Oh my God. Scratch that that phrase out of your vocabulary. It's super condescending. Yeah. I was proud of him for initiating, but we got some work to do because it's never enough to be like, oh, it was great. I was proud of my little boy that he could get a boner. I was proud Uh, of him. Yeah. Apparently can't keep it up for that long, but don't take that out of context. What I just said. (laughs) (laughs) So Pastor Kyle stops her and goes, okay, hold up. Tell me more. What do you mean? And she sighs heavily and repeats herself, we got some work to do. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, you're not digging the D. You're Mm-mm. just not. And Dr. And Pepper she just says... she can't keep it to herself. She no. just can't. She has to let the world know, mm-hmm. I am not sexually satisfied. Boys, come at it. That's what it seems like. like she's putting yep. out a call for the yep. men. <laughs> We saw Dr. her with Dr. Devon or whatever. Yeah, that was the most she ever smiled in her life on the show. <laughs> her face, she looks like when Joey gets like a treat and I called him a good boy and like his jaw unhinges because he's smiling so much. Like there that's what she looked like. Yep. So then Dr. Pepper um, says that that's to be expected because it's a new relationship. There's adjustment. You have to Mm -hmm. give it time when you go from one level to the next. So, you know, they're still knowing each other. But Dr. Pepper does bring up that the dog incident kind of ruined this for you. Yeah. And um, now, Amy, may I interest you in a second helping of a compliment sandwich? Are you ready for that? Okay, go ahead. Yep. Give it to me. So she says she can't relate as a fur parent. However, it was the times that he threw it in her face and he came from the perspective that she should say stay with him because he gave up the dog for her. And yep. that's where she wasn't okay with it. Yep. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so Justin says that he did throw it in her face because he was under the impression, as I think we would all be, that him mm-hmm. giving up his dog was an automatic yes to the marriage mm-hmm. because he's showing I'm going to do all that I can. I'm going to get rid of my fur baby to be with you. Yeah. So meet me halfway. Yeah. Now the moment of truth. Justin goes first. He places his hand on her lap and says, I know it's been an emotional roller coaster. I know that I've made you feel isolated and alone at times. Okay. I'm going to stop him right there. everything that he's saying i've made you feel isolated and alone these are things that she's been feeding him yeah she's constantly telling him this is how you're making me feel this is how you're making me feel so now he's saying i know that i've made you feel this way to Mm -hmm. appease her but he probably doesn't understand what it is that she's talking about because i feel like no matter what he does she's not into him she's not into him she's just not into him she rejected him on Hitch or Snitch or Twinder or Litter, whatever Twinder Swindler. And (laughs) she was the pig. (laughs) She rejected him on there. And like that just sticks in her craw. Like, mm. yeah. So he said that he took some time alone and he came up with the decision. So he picked her. He says, yes, essentially. Mm -hmm. And I was Mm -hmm. just like, well, Mm -hmm. I kind of figured that this is Mm -hmm. how it was going to 
be. Yeah. Um, so then I was like, okay, I called it. He was going to say yes. So he says, yes, I want to stay married to you. Um, so now it's her turn. She pulls out a letter, you guys, and she has to like unfold because it was probably like a huge, it was a scroll. It was a manifesto that she pulled out. Yes. She was yes. like a Shakespearean like person announcing, here we, here yes. we, this is how here I feel. Like the town squire. Exactly. Cry. Sorry. <laughs> You're not the town squire. <laughs> uh, and then my she's brain like, is not working this morning. I'm sorry. I haven't finished my coffee today, so I'm a little out, all over the place. So. Okay. Oh my God. So I had to write down some of what it said because I was like, what is she talking about? So she goes, at one point, I felt I've seen enough, enough hurt, enough isolation, enough chaos. At times, I struggle to see the positive. I sit before you, now unsure of what the right decision is. And after a lot of thought and prayer, and I was like, girl, who are you praying to, Beyonce? like what are you talking about is that how she gets those outfits so nice probably i'm like you're praying to beyonce you got renaissance on 24 7 mm-hmm. you're like i'm gonna do this i got it i'm a baddie oh my god so guys the music is dragging because there are points where it kind of intensifies because it kind of seems like she's gonna give her answer and then she just keeps talking and so it slows down and then it kind of seems like gets a little like eerie like is she gonna say no and then it gets hopeful because sis says yes why 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 pastor cow is over the moon he is like oh my god and blah 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 and then they have brought with them the wine that they got the alexis and justin wine that they were gonna mm-hmm. open on the one year anniversary and i was like yes drink it now because you're not gonna make it that year you're never gonna see it again so drink it now yeah and they go off and they're walking away and i'm just like okay that's weird yeah but then what happens so then we see them walking away hand in hand so this is after like all the couples have gone on they've made the decisions they've mm-hmm, said what they've mm-hmm. said they've gone off I and said i'm what like i said i said what i said and I'm like, why is there still 26 minutes left in this episode? They all decided, like, what's going on? Oh, because this is where things get interesting. So they're walking away, and he asks her, like, how she's feeling. And she says, good. But she kind of says it, like, in a shaky voice. Like, kind yes. of like, uh, I'm good. And he well, reminds her, you chose me. Yes, and what does she say to that? I wanted to go through my screen at her. She goes... That yeah, did happen. That happened. That did but, happen. Like, fuck you. Don't do me any favor. time. And he's like, Whatever. what does that mean? Because that's exactly what I would ask. I'm like, you just said yes to be married with me. And she says, I said yes because I do see the change. Because, again, we have to give him a little compliment mm-hmm, before we mm-hmm. you know, stab him in the you. heart. Proud I of just, you. Did you see us and how we grew but I do need time to process everything and really come to terms with everything. Mm-hmm, so fair mm-hmm. enough. Yeah. So what does that yes mean to you regarding our future? Because now it seems like she's backtracking and she yeah. says, yes, just means yes to time. I don't want just, to just quit on us. Justin is someone who needs immense 
reassurance What's the word I'm looking for yeah immense reassurance constantly 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 an and affirmation not, praise yes, and he could not be with the worst person for this yes and she said she didn't want to quit because I did see some good in you but I also did see some bad because again Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We have to do that. And she says that she likes the idea that they can restart, but she will need to, they still got to remember, you know, that they had a, you know, crappy relationship mm-hmm. most of the time. You know, all the gaslighting, emasculating, getting, you know, not having his thrust off to par, you know, all the stuff that she tells him. So, <laughs> the thrust. I was like, machine for the thrust. I was like, what is happening? Yeah. So, to say that this was shocking, what happens next? would be kind of an understatement. I just didn't expect it to happen in the same episode. Because I was like, no. if they say yes, they won't be together by reunion. Uh, but no, no, no. They didn't even wait that long. <laughs> well, and you were texting me and you were like, this makes no sense. We're only 30 minutes in and we have all the couples', couples decisions. Yeah. So I knew something was coming. Because yeah. MAPS never gives us a 30-minute no. in and done. Nope, nope, nope. And they were actually light on the flashbacks on the montage because usually they go even further with yeah, that true. when they have nothing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, oh my God, I wanted to scream so bad. So Justin says he was worried that she would stop trying. So this is his big feel that she would run because she's a runner. Remember, you guys, she has been proposed to four times. Runaway so, fiance. Runaway run fiance. fiance. Mm-hmm. So his fear will continue to be that because he feels that he's not good enough for her. That's how he makes her feel. Because mm-hmm. if you're constantly picking on the negative, mm-hmm. and even when you're giving quote unquote reassurance, you're still jabbing with a little negative. It's like, it's never going to be do you, enough. Do you think it's because, okay, we talked about Justin, how he's not emotionally regulated, mm-hmm. but he is an empath. We can agree there, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you think... I think anyway, that he is literally just picking up on the fact that she is not being genuine. Like he knows that in his core. Cause I can remember being in my first marriage and like my ex-husband would, would give me lip service, right? Like I'm Mm -hmm. so happy. I love, but like you knew it wasn't true. Yeah. So like you were constantly like, just be honest with me. Just tell me, just be like, cause there was that, that nugget of like, this is disingenuous. I mean, kudos for you for having a husband that would say he loved you because i did not he would just say i'm with you aren't i you know that was good enough so well, i mean my my ex-husband didn't want his gravy train to end come on <laughs> well mine too he wanted to stay in the states but we digress we're was not bitter harvest- at all was he harvesting that american dog? oh he sure was <laughs> godspeed <laughs> Okay, so then they get into this whole argument about quitting because he's like, so you're just going to quit on us? And she was like, what about this is quitting? Like, if we give this a few months and then it doesn't work out, it doesn't mean I'm quitting. And then she's like, have you ever broken up with someone? Because it's like another thing. Like, you probably don't have any relationship experience Mm kind of thing. Like, that's Mm -hmm. how it came off. And he's Mm -hmm. like, yeah. And she's like, oh, so then you quit on that relationship. And he's like, no, mm-hmm. but, you know, we did try it out. And then I guess I did, you know, quit, but we we tried. So then they get yeah. to this confessional and we get Alexis and she's talking that she's still having doubts. Then why did you say yes? And this is right after they just got back from toasting and holding hands. And I'm just like, oh, my God. So Justin tells her, I feel like you think it's a privilege that you chose me. And I was like, ding, ding, ding. Yes. Yep. Yep. That's what it 100%. is. 
Yep, that's what it is. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, let's go to Lindy and Miguel. Yeah, because then after the group scene, more fun stuff happens. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So Lindy and Miguel... They, guys, I, I have to admit, I didn't take a ton of notes. <laughs> Five sentences. Okay. So at one point, so they, they, Cal and Pepper kind of regroup and they're like, these guys are great. Everything seems fine. You know, whatever. So Lindy and Miguel come out, they're color coordinated again. And they're sitting there and Lindy kind of does her spiel first. One sentence she says that I thought was really telling in my opinion, was she said, I'm constantly asking myself, am I safe or am I unsafe? That's, wow. That's a red flag. It just is. I have never in my current if relationship you feel, said, am I unsafe? If you feel unsafe, then why are you there? Yeah, like even if it's a, a glimmer of it, you should never feel that way. Uh, they talk a lot about Lindsay's emotional outbursts, and I'm thinking to myself, like, can you work on that, girl? You're like 35 years old. But like, yeah, why probably, are we still yeah. having these emotional outbursts? It's weird to me. Like, I get, it. I, believe me, I've had the emotional outbursts. I had one last week. But it's <laughs> like I'm not like they're not a thing that I have to deal with every day on a daily basis, and that's what they're making this seem like. Yeah, it seems to me, like, because of, like, her upbringing, like, living in a footloose town, that she couldn't <laughs> express herself, and she was bottling so much inside that now it's just, like, blah, 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 blah. it's just, like, tumbling out of her. I'm waiting for the book, Lindy, Eloway, Santiago, A Footloose Life. <laughs> <laughs> waiting for it. Miguel wrote a poem, mm -hmm. and he knows her favorite color is teal. Yeah. Okay. Now they use this language a lot, and I don't know how I feel about this. This I'm obsessed with you. Yeah. Isn't that bad? I think it's bad. Yeah. I could be wrong. I don't know. And then in his poem, he says, Who am I if I am not the M A N for you? And I hope you'll be my L I N D Y. I just wrote, What the fuck is this? What is this? <laughs> what is happening? And then, so they both say yes to each other, guys. They have no problems. They're fine. Pepper says to Cal, this might be the best yet I've ever, yes I've ever heard. Yeah. And that's it. They stroll off into oblivion. Now, now's the show we're all waiting for. Kristen and Mitch. Okay. This had me gagged and gooped. I was now, listen, shook. Going into it, my feelings were, my God, I want them to say yes. I want them to say yes. But I knew in my heart of hearts that they are not a good match and that yeah. Kristen deserves better. And Mitch, I'm not going to say Mitch deserves better, but Mitch deserves different. Yeah. Like he, he, he needs a different person than Kristen. 
I don't think there's better than Krishna. I love her so much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. So Cal says, husband 101, Pepper, you never say you're not attracted to your wife mm-hmm. on the honeymoon. Are they ever going to let this guy live this down? <laughs> no. So they're both really respectful for each other when they come out and they're talking. And Mitch apologizes again for what he said on the honeymoon. And he gives this big speech where he says, you know, I didn't realize how closed off I was to love. And I have realized now that when I open myself up and when people see the real me, it just brings me closer to people and blah, blah, blah. And Cal is like, this is progress, dude. This is progress. And he's like, I'm going to tell you guys right now, we matched you because you're both smart enough and you go through conflict really well. And I'm just asking you before you give your answers, if you can consider that. Okay. So Mitch goes first and compliments the shit out of her and then Mm -hmm. says no. (laughs) Yeah. It was his version of like the compliment sandwich. You know, he was like, "Eh," you know. Kristen agrees and she says no as well. Okay. Then they, then Pastor Cal says, what's going on here, guys? Like, why are you holding hands and what's going on? Kristen's like, you know, this is painful. It's really hard. And I want to comfort him in this moment. And, and then she says, there could be future potential. I hate this. But it's not fair to me to be sitting around waiting. And Mitch says, I I think we could be in each other's lives, but very clearly marriage is not in the cards for us. Mm-hmm. Kristen tells the camera, it may not be the end. No, he. She, I'm sorry. She says, it may be the end. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I can't read. <laughs> I have it written correctly. I just can't read it correctly. Aww. Can you hear Joey snoring? He's like on my lap. He's cute. It may not be the end, but it is the end of us married at first sight. That's what she says. Thank you. Yeah. Cal and Pepper are dumbfounded. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to fast forward. I have no notes on this, but I just remember it. They fast forward. They're all sitting around the fire pit. Mm-hmm. And they're all going, they're all pretending they don't know what each other said. Okay. Yeah. Like Stasha's like sitting on Nate's lap, like giving him a tongue bath. And we're going to pretend we think they might have said no. <laughs> but okay, <bath>. whatever. <laughs> So they're all going around. They're saying, you know, what they said. And Alexis and Justin are still together at this point. Mm -hmm. So everybody's, you know, going around, blah, blah, blah. They get to Kristen and Mitch and they're talking. And Kristen is the one who says, you know, I did tell Pastor Cal that I'm willing to leave my door ajar. You could tell Mitch is just like, is there a rock I can climb under right now? Like, Mm -hmm. can I be any more clear? That my answer was no on decision day. Period. Yeah. Alexis. Is it Alexis who presses him or Lindy? It's Lindy. Mm. Right? Lindy's Yeah, on. Lindy. Okay. Tell me now. No, I think it's Alexis and Lindy. Alexis says something like, well, okay, so there's a difference between the door being open and like, are you really going to take her up on this? Because is she just going to be sitting there waiting for you to come through that door? Yeah. And Mitch Which is, is fair. Like, right. But Mitch is like, I said no. Like, Mm -hmm. I said no on decision day. What are you not understanding? They're like, but leave a window open or the doggy door. And it's like, he said no. (laughs) And um, you know what this reminds me of? Did you ever read that short story by Kate Chopin, The Story of an Hour? 
No. Where the sister locks herself in the room and has the window open and that's supposed to signify freedom. I just imagine Kristen up there in the room, the window Aww. open like, Mitch, Mitch. Oh, God. Know, and then for Mitch, who is like so. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, stuck so, in his so, ways. So what, here's so here's my problem with this. And I, I said this to you when we were chatting over text. Every time we ask Mitch if he is still into Kristen, even though he said no on decision day, we're giving him another opportunity to reject Kristen. Yep. At this point, can we stop doing this to Kristen? Yeah, That's my we're question. humiliating her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So... Once again, he's in the position of having to say, okay, clearly no one is understanding. I said, no, the door should not be ajar. I'm not walking through the door. Mm-hmm. And then he gets attacked by Lindy for this. Yeah. She like freaks out on him. And I'm just like, okay, guys. All right. Whatever. Like, I don't know. I don't know if he should have just said yes in that moment. But, like, he's an honest dude, and he's not going to be like, yes, if it's not true. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And also, she always says, like, he's not going to say something that he doesn't mean. Right. So, for him to do that, then she'll be like, well, I thought there was a hope because you said yes. So, you don't want that. So, let's go forward to the reunion. Oh, wait. Let's just talk about what happens during this little scene with Alexis and Justin. Oh, I forgot. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. So they're talking about their decisions and how they both said yes. And then they mm-hmm. just get into an argument. And during, oh, a conf- and during a confessional, when a producer asked them, where do they go from here? Because the argument kind of got nasty in front of the group. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, mm, I'm done. And he's like, she's done. And the producers ask, like, is this goodbye? And they both say, it's divorce. And we're like, what just happened? Yeah. <laughs> then we How does get... that work? Do they like text Dr. Pepper and be like, I want to take it back, take you backsies? I don't know. I think the producers probably did call them. Like, now they're saying they're getting divorced. Yeah, yeah. So then we get this packing scene towards the end of the episode. Everybody's doing it and everything. And Justin is looking at their wedding album. And he's like longingly like, oh, this is a great picture of us. And I'm just like, dude, come on. And he tells producers that in 12 hours, she went from a yes to wanting a divorce. And he was embarrassed and caught off guard. So Mm -hmm. Alexis apologizes as she's boxing up her belongings. She says she didn't mean to embarrass him and was mortified with herself, with her behavior. And Justin is in tears, as he always is. And he Mm -hmm. tells producers that she's all talk and didn't take his feelings into consideration. And they part ways. And I was like, Yeah, yeah, they're done. Also during the packing scene, Kristen once again asks Mitch mm-hmm. if the door is ajar. Yeah. Can we shut the fucking door? Yeah. Shut it. Close shut it, it. Deadbolt it. Lock it. Okay. All right. Reunion. Mm-hmm. All right. So just some highlights. I don't have any notes on it. I don't know. Do you? Yeah. I do have some notes just on the silliness <laughs> that happened okay. the, right. the foolishness <laughs> so you you lead us through your notes and then we'll we'll go from there okay so kevin fraser again is hosting which mm-hmm. made me laugh so much so okay so kevin fraser is also a host like on entertainment tonight or something like that yep and i don't know if if this was during this round of halloween movies or if it was the last time but there's this viral clip of him interviewing jimmy lee curtis and he's like aren't you like exhausted about having people sneak up on you with a hockey mask? And she's like, 
wrong franchise. And I could never get oh, that. Oh, I need to head. see this. I need to it see this. It is the best. And okay. I was like, yeah, that's the guy we need hosting this. Yeah, <laughs> Who yeah, doesn't yeah. know what Halloween is. But anyway, so he starts things off with Sasha and Nate, everybody sitting together. And according to him, they were the poster kids for, for sex. They were yeah, the poster like, children. I didn't need to relive any of this. And then we see the shower scene and them being yeah, tied like, up. Who cares? And you could tell Stasha was just like, we're adults, dude. Yeah. Like, we had sex. The vibrating panties. Yeah. And then it's like, so Kevin asked them, did they go in being open and just going with the flow? And they were like, yeah, we were just going to be ourselves and, you know, see what happens. And I thought that was really honest of them. And although it did, we did see the steamy scenes, like it wasn't anything that was like hardcore. No, you're missing it. He, she said, we just decided to be open. And he goes, wide Way, open. Wide open, yeah. Wide open okay, spaces. Okay, dude. Calm down. Oh, God. <laughs> and then they all laugh. So Kevin asks if anyone in the cast is on bad terms. Oh, here we go. And this is how it starts. Dun, dun, dun. So no answer. So he rephrases it as to, has anyone blocked anyone on social media? Social media. Social and media. Justin laughs. And they says absolutely so apparently justin blocked or unfollowed a bunch of people which is basically the entire cast Mm -hmm. and then he wouldn't say why unfollowed them again but he wouldn't tell them why so he said that he he's not getting into that and Mm -hmm. nate asks i want to know why and justin responds well i blocked you because you are two different people sometimes you're one way sometimes you're another so nate is like okay be more specific and justin says fake so he calls mm-hmm. nate fake mm-hmm. but justin won't give him an example of how nate is fake he just says Mm-mm. you're fake yep. and he doesn't want to go through it and they yep. get into this huge back and forth and justin calls claims this is this is where it gets pissed me off so justin claims that nate complimented him on his looks on two occasions two mm-hmm. times in a row Mm-hmm. And he thought it was a bit much. So he was insinuating that Nate is not only gay, but hot for Justin. Yeah. And the way that Justin, I feel like, okay. Hmm. I feel like Justin struggles with, I am too sensitive. Mm-hmm. I'm too, and, and I need to be this toxic masculine presence. So I'm going to say things like, like, I guarantee you, in his heart of hearts, Justin does not believe this. I don't think so either. I think he's saying it because he feels like he needs to be like, whoa, dude, bros don't compliment each other. Yo, bro, step back. But like, that wasn't on I camera. He doesn't feel that way, though. It wasn't on camera. There was no need to bring it up. I agree. I think he just has to try to assert his manhood. And it's that's weird. why I was disappointed at Justin in that moment. For a man who since the airing of the first episode has been ridiculed for being too emotional by yep. not only his feet, his wife and yep. other cast members, by everyone on social media and people that watch this show making yeah. fun of him all the time because he's crying too much and his wife was constantly emasculating him and putting him in putting him on blast that he needs to work on his pelvic thrust and mm-hmm. you are going to insult me by mm-hmm. alleging that he was hitting on you 
but worst of all, implying that he is gay, which being gay is not a bad thing. And if Nate were gay, that's his time and choice to make yep. that announcement. Yeah, and if Nate were bi or pan or whatever. It doesn't matter. That's none of his business. Right. That's up to Nate. I feel and like I was this like, was Jason. Jason. This was Justin's attempt at damage control for his personality, and mm-hmm. it went spectacularly wrong. So I was like, okay, Kevin Fraser needs to pop onto my screen and calm me down because I was gonna lose it. I was like, you do not. I loved come Nate's response this. though, didn't you? Yes, he was like, I am confident in my masculinity. I have nothing to prove. And I was like, and he was even killed, but he was like, but why you block me? Why you block me? But think about the time when we first met Justin. It was all about the women all want my hard dick, my hard dick. It's all about That's my all dick. you talked about. Yes. He is extremely insecure because he feels like he he probably has heard this a lot in his life mm-hmm. that he feels like he is not masculine enough. Yeah. And so he goes over the top with what he thinks masculinity is. Yeah. And the masculinity that he is using is toxic. He just doesn't realize this. And it's bad. And then they just get into this argument where he's just like, why did he block me? Well, because you're doing this. And he's like, you're insinuating something. And then Justin, you know, says that that famous thing about, I, you better get that bass out of your mouth. <laughs> I can't even say it. It's so You better stupid. get that bass out of your mouth, boy. Listen, here's what we need. We need you and I in armchairs, right? Yeah. Comfy armchairs. Justin on a couch in front of us, and we need mm-hmm. to counsel this man. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. he gets up, he leaps off his chair as he's about to like attack Nate. And then you see poor Bing just get up, like, no, no, no. Like, what was he ben gonna do? In his little pink suit, is gonna <laughs> jump in there between them. Although like, he's fucking ripped, Ben is. He is. He probably could manhandle at least Nate. He yeah. Would just be like, bing fly him across the room mm-hmm. and then kevin frazier gets up he's like no, no no don't do this and they're like just, just yelling at each other and you know alexis grabs justin at one point to take him out of the room and you hear stasha say you are on tv like telling me like stasha like, was not having this she was not happy and even kristen was like whoa guys no wait stop everybody well, was like freaking out and i feel like nate said the right thing like mm-hmm. i'm just comfortable in my masculinity but his response was completely different. He was not okay with being called gay on national television. Because culturally, like he was not. in the culturally, black community, yeah. it's like, that is like something, I don't know why it's so stigmatized. And it's like, mm-hmm. if you're called gay, mm-hmm. it's like, those are fighting words. And it's like, why? But I, If you're but not, I do, who cares? Overall, I do think he handled it well. He did. I just think like it was coming out a little bit. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like you want to punch him in the face. And then yes. when, when um, Alexis is comforting Justin, did you hear what she said to him backstage? No, what did she say? She goes, are you going to be able to regulate yourself? Are Ooh, you going to yes, be able to emotionally yes. regulate yourself? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, okay. All right. Thanks. And know. she had to kind of like keep like, oh, like, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you doing yeah. this? Are you doing this? Mm. Yeah. But there was just such condescent. Con- help me. It was condescension. Condescending. Condescending. I'm like thinking of condensation that's happening on my iced coffee. I, I may have drank a little bit too much last <laughs> My brain is not functioning. But All right. Yeah, it was next? just, it was so gross. It was gross. Ugh. Oh, and then at some point, I don't know if I'm jumping ahead here, but at some mm-hmm. point he calls Kristen fake. 
Yes, he called her fake. Because then when they get him back onto the stage, like, okay, so let's leave this alone. So why did you unfollow Kristen? Because Kristen goes like, he also unfollowed me. So it's like, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, because you're fake. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> she acts one way in front of Alexis and acts another way. Then there's this whole thing with, I was supposed to go hiking with Lindy and Morgan. And instead of them just saying they didn't want me to come, they just went without me. So I unfollowed them. <laughs> He's he's he has work to do. He's a toddler, essentially. Like I'm just he, like, I stop. think he could be a really nice guy, and I think the empathy and the emotion that he feels and so easily taps into could be a great strength if mm-hmm. he knows how to leverage it and not just be this unregulated mess that he is. It's yeah, it's a shame. It is a shame. Um, does he call, I don't think there's anything else with those guys, right? No, well, we do get a sit down with Stasha and Nate, but they were, they're so solid that it's really they're not still even together. Worth. They're still together, which is amazing. They're, they're living though, like not in the new house. They're living no, back and they're forth. they're like commuting. Yes. Nate lives in downtown or no, she mm-hmm. lives in downtown. He lives. No, he lives downtown. She lives in the suburbs. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't. I don't know if they're going to make it long term. And then he says, know. oh, I still have eight months left on my lease. And he was like, break the, and Kevin is like, break the lease. Like, what? what's going on? What kind of lease is this? Because that would indicate, like, if it's a year lease, mm-hmm. it, it had to be like a multi-year lease. Yeah, probably like a two-year lease. Which is, is that unheard of? I don't, I've only no, ever what, signed No, my lease is a, is a two-year lease. Yeah. That's good for you, though, right? Because it locks yeah. the price in. It locks the price in. They can raise it for those two years. Okay. All right. Um. All right. And then we get to sit down with McGindy. Mm-hmm. And we get some big, like, did you change your name? Dun, dun, dun. She <laughs> did, guys. Big reveal. She is Lindy LOA hyphen Santiago. So, and she's proud we- to be a Santiago. And we also learned that they play Dungeons and Dragons now. Yeah. Good times happening over there. I don't think there was much else. They're still together. Yeah. They're still, still in together. love. Everything is perfect. They're fine. Whatever. We get to sit down with Morgan and Ben. <laughs> <laughs> why? <laughs> I don't know why. No one needed this. Mm-hmm. We once again rehashed the fact that Morgan was a nurse. Mm-hmm. Um, we once again rehash the fact that Ben has betrayed her with zero details. Mm-hmm. That he uh, told ben, Justin, put her on speaker. Kevin really, really drilled into that. Like, mm-hmm. your boy fucked you over because he's been putting you on speakerphone. Which, yeah. you know, I don't disagree with that. The first thing I always say to my kids when I call them is, am I on speaker? <laughs> <laughs> Because, like, they'll be in the car with their friends, and I'm always like, am I on speaker? Because, you know, you don't want their friends to hear you being like, did you brush your teeth? You know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we, you know, that sit down, nothing much comes of that. They're friends. Yeah. They're on good terms, but nothing romantic coming for them. I, I think there is a little regret on Ben's part that, you know, he felt he judged her and, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And. Then there's a lot of, I have to work on my inner child. And Kevin rightly says, boy, you, you West Coasters in your therapy talk. Yes. And that was I, so funny. We, we talked about this mm-hmm. weeks ago, right? Um, 
And then we get to sit down with Kristen and Mitch. And once again, we have to ask Mitch if he is interested in Kristen. Why? 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 To humiliate her. Guess what Mitch says? The answer's not going to change, guys. Mm -hmm. He says no. And of course, she's hurt again because she's humiliated again on national Mm -hmm. television. So basically... They ended things. They're fine. They're still friendly, like on good terms, but they're not like hanging out or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, they talk about, they make Mitch feel like shit again for the, I'm not attracted to you, which yeah. fine. Kristen says, I don't think that Mitch was not attracted to me. I think that he was just overwhelmed. I think he was, you know, he expected a boho beach girl, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's not like he was looking at my face and being like, you're ugly. Yeah. Well, she brought up a good point. And that's it. Like, they're not together. It's fine. And yeah. Didn't she move to the East Coast or she's traveling back and forth? She's traveling back and forth. Her company transferred her to a New York office. She has just recently started to date again. Mm-hmm. Mitch is like, I'm not dating anybody. I got to get my shit together. And it looks like next week a lot of people come for him. So Yeah gonna gonna put my uh mitch apologetic strokes here into overdrive yeah all right so do you want to talk about the sit down with justin and alexis real quick yeah remember that so yeah so kevin says something interesting to justin he called that um alexis was justin's human kleenex because he was always crying yeah he said like he was always crying. I think this was part of in the earlier part, like when everybody oh, was sitting okay. around. Yeah, she, yeah. He was always crying on her shoulder and Justin now realizes that he cries a lot, you know, and it's like, which he is didn't okay. realize, which, which is, is okay. fine. Mm-hmm. He just needs to regulate it for yes. certain situations because yes. I've been there. I've been mm-hmm. when guys, when I've been unmedicated, I've mm-hmm. been all over the place. Like sure. I'm crying at the drop of a hat and it's like, sure. what is wrong with you? And there were times where I'll be laughing at a joke and then start sobbing because yes. my emotions are not regulated. Right. So he yeah. should get that evaluated or speak to a therapist to see what is going on there. He should work with a therapist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or come into a room with the two of us in our armchairs. Yes. And we'll, okay. we'll talk it out. So we after the- like tweed jackets. <laughs> Oh, yeah. With, like, the little patch on the elbow. Yep, yep. (laughs) Uh, No, no, no. I want, like, the Melanie Griffith working girl kind of outfit. You know, that power suit. Okay, okay. And I'll dress like an 18th century British professor. I don't know what's happening over here. We're time travelers. I'm sitting next to you dressed like Sherlock Holmes. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. (laughs) So, after the fight with Nate, um, God, that was so annoying. So we find out that there was a lie in terms of when they had consummated their marriage. Because apparently they consummated it during the honeymoon. But Alexis interjects and says, we tried to. And Justin says, in her eyes, it wasn't very long. That's what she said. Mm -hmm. And I just about lost my damn mind. I laughed so hard. Like... Could he get any more humiliated? I think, though, I don't know. I'm not going to. But listen to to this. I'm not going to further humiliate this guy. Go ahead. Listen to this. And then he says, in my eyes, I penetrated. (laughs) Okay, I'm just going to say this. The fact that she didn't know he did, I think that tells us everything we need to know. Yeah. And he says Mm -hmm. they had sex. I'm using air quotes. 
on the first night of the honeymoon and on the third night. And Alexis is making so many faces and she's shaking she her head. Mm-hmm. She cannot listen. I'm that same type of person. If my mouth won't say my face will. And mm-hmm. that's just, we have no poker face. Mm-hmm. So she is denying it that they had sex. And Justin's like, we both orgasmed. And her face was amazing. And he's like, or it sounded like you did. Alexis remained like she raises her villainous eyebrow like it was just like a villain look like a cartoon villain ridiculous (laughs) it was so amazing Justin stop walking into the trap for her like stop setting her up for these softballs to humiliate you yes just when Kevin asked that question say I I don't kiss and tell period done exactly so then um Alexis claims that Justin made her lie and they had to say that they didn't have sex when they did have sex. And he's like, well, you lied with me. And then they start arguing. And then Kevin asks if they're together. And Justin says they are not together. Surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. Good. And then he claims that he chose that. That that's why they're not together. She makes a face. And, you know, and it ends. This episode ends with them still arguing back and forth about yep. what happened, who rejected who. And it's like, are we going to do this again? One of the, the problem between the two of them is she'll never take the high road. No. And he'll never stop lopping those softballs at her. Period. Listen, in the words of Candy Burrs, who is a prolific songwriter and Grammy Award winner who wrote TLC's No Scrubs, she's also a Real Housewives of Atlanta OG. Um, she ain't Michelle Obama. She's not gonna go high. She's gonna go down to the ditch with you. <laughs> so that okay. is right. Alexis. <laughs> okay. She's not gonna go high. She's gonna go low right there with you. Yes, she is. And they're just a terrible match. Again, I from what we saw with the mm-hmm. matchmaking special, I think the whole way they pick these matches is flawed. Yeah. Because they pick 12 people that they real or 10 people that they really like. Five women and five men, and then make matches out of them. Yeah. Instead of picking five people they really like, and then go into that huge pool to see who matches them. Five matches for them, right? I like think you're going to tell reason... me you couldn't find a beach girl in San Diego. I know Mitch? that is that is crazy, like a vegan beach girl yes, or something. Like, yes, aren't they like, everywhere? On. They're not you even know, trying. Come on. I think that this is what it is that they have to probably choose a certain aesthetic. So if, let's say, if the person that matches Mitch the best isn't as attract, like TV attractive or whatever, mm-hmm. then they're not going to choose them, which is BS. Just choose people. But again, we like this show because everyone's hot. <laughs> I also think they need to stop picking people in their 20s and go for people who are like 38 to 40. Yeah. Who are really like, I need to get this done. Yes. Yep. Yep. All right, girl. It's been a pleasure covering the season with you. I don't know if we're going to have enough to do another episode for part two. I mean, we'll see. Is is there going to be we'll another see. fight? Will someone throw know. a chair? Will Jerry Springer be, you know, summoned? Oh, you know what? You know what? Then there's a where is there now. So we might. We, if we mm-hmm. wait the two episodes, we might have enough. Yeah. But it's been a wild season. and It has been. I'm exhausted. Yeah. I'm. I put a fork in me. I'm done. Tell everyone um, where they can find you. You had a big 
interview yesterday. I did, and that's coming out next week, you guys. So yesterday, no big deal. I was talking to 80s pop star Tiffany once again. She's on Were my you podcast. you at the shopping mall with her? Uh, I wish. It was a Zoom. But we were talking back. We talked, guys. I spoke with Tiffany for over an hour. We were just going back and forth. We were just laughing and just having times. Because we, I interviewed her last year around this same time. And she talked about the album Shadows, which is what's yep. coming out now. That She was like, this yep. is in the works. And now it's coming out November 25th. It's cool. a rock album, but it has like 80s flair to it. It's cool. it's good. And her voice is so good, you guys. So check it out at Sinister Girls. That comes out next Friday. Um, and you can follow me at Sinister Girls or at author Leslie DJ. And I create, okay, so I create a little finsta, which is for me to throw a little shade and follow Ooh. little housewives and make little comments. Some of y'all found me because I see y'all following me. Oh, Do boy. not rat me out. <laughs> I don't even know what this is. <laughs> it's like another little account, but I mean, I wasn't that creative. I know what a Finsta is, but I'm saying I don't know what your name is or anything. I mean, it's not that hard. Okay. To... We're not going to reveal it. We're Maybe not going to reveal it. it off air. Okay. I know that people have found me because I saw you guys. I saw you, Missy Ward. I saw you following me. <laughs> <laughs> She's one of like our best listeners. She's awesome. Guys, we you guys have been so amazing. You've been so amazing to us. You've just, the fact that you even worry and ask us, like, whenever we say there's something wrong with one of the pets, or if we're stressed about something, or if we miss a show, everybody's like, did they go on vacation? Is everything okay? Like, just for caring. Thank you, you so much. Do you think we have enough listeners to fill a school bus? Yes, I do think so. Okay. If we bring our dogs. Aww. <laughs> Everybody bring your dog. Everybody bring your dog. And let's hope they don't fight and we have to end up giving one away. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> All right. And I'm over at Gen X. This is why where we're covering. We're now into season nine of Little House on the Prairie. and it's... You look like you're done with that. Like oh, so in your soul. It. So done with it. Um, On our Patreon, though, we're covering My So-Called Life, which is amazing. And this month, November, we're covering the after-school special, The Boy Who Drank Too Much, with Scott Bale, my arch nemesis. Oh, my God. So we'll be doing that. So I've X, never seen that or heard about that. Mm, I've never seen it either. I can't wait, because we've done some after-school specials on mm-hmm. Patreon. And one we did was called Stoned with Scott Bale, and it was mwah, chef's kiss. Oh, and I'm everything, thinking, see, everything you wanted. You said Scott Barrow, your arch nemesis. I'm like, why do you hate him? He was in Party of Five. I'm thinking Scott Wolf because I met him and he was no, awesome. Scott Bale yeah, is Charles my in charge. Arch I know. Yes. Yeah. yes. I, I got He's, them confused. He and his wife are trash people. Okay. It's just, you, it's a generational thing. Just Google it. Just Google yeah. it if you want to know why. See, you think when you say Scott, you know, I'm thinking Scott Wolf because that's mm. my generation, Bailey? Party Bailey? of Five. <laughs> um, excuse me. I loved Party of Five. I got a cast photo. Oh, love oh, that show. I love mm-hmm. them. The show was so good. All right, guys, and follow us on Insta at Six Degrees of Reality TV, and yeah. hopefully we'll see you soon with a double, another double, maybe. Yeah. Of the next two episodes, and uh, you know, it's been fun. It's been fun. Thanks, you guys. All right. See you soon. Thanks.
Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.